0: Hey guys, welcome back to tea time. I'm your host, Jalen. I'm here with AJ. Hello. I hope everyone's doing good. So, what week of school are you on right now? Week three, week two, where are we at? Where are
1: we at? I think this is week four for me. Week four. Oh yeah. wow.
0: I think I'm like week two technically. <clears throat> so I was in class today on Zoom, and I'm like, so it's an in-person class, but he gives us an option of you want to be like on Zoom or like you know, be in person. So um you know i have practice so i've been having like struggles trying to like rush to hurry and get to class especially today i got out of practice day near almost 130 and class starts at 140 so i was like i'm not gonna make it so i just made it on zoom and so a middle zoom class he's like um i would recommend you not to do stuff on zoom or rely on zoom when it comes to notes he's like you need to try to be there in person i'm like then don't give it an option because if <laughs> you are like oh you can be on zoom but you might fail the class like okay, don't give me that ultimatum. I'll just come to class on Wednesday then because at that point, because it's a Monday, Wednesday class. So mm-hmm. I'll just show up. I'll just try my best. I might be late, but I'll show up because at that point, you're telling me that I might fail. Like, I don't want that whole situation right now, especially when I'm already stressed out with all these assignments on the syllabus, <laughs> Ugh. I hope, well, not I hope, but I don't know if anyone notices that it's starting to get a little cold around here. As you could tell, like I've been like, not congested. I mean, I guess my nose has been running a lot and it's really gross because I'm not a person that has like allergies or anything like that. But when I spent like the, I guess, so last year, I would say last year, yeah, was the first like full semester. Cause remember in 2020, our semester got cut short because COVID, right? So last year was our first full semester. So when I stayed here in March during spring break, I was feeling like sick. Like I was like, I'm like, I'm going to die. Like I never felt that type. And so at first I'm like, bro, I got COVID. Like it's hitting me. Cause I think at the time did I, um, I didn't have my vaccine yet. I didn't get vaccinated until May of
1: 2020. Have you never been sick before?
0: I've never been sick before. So like it was a happy experience. I was just like like I was just like freaking out. Like I was texting my mom, am like, mom, I'm sick. She's like, go get a cup of tests. So I tested negative. Right. So I'm like, okay, what's going on? So I'm buying NyQuil. I'm buying like every type of medicine that I could take. I'm buying throat lungers. I'm My throat was dry. Um, I just felt like everything was wrong with me. Head was hurting, everything. I was like, and this was in a span of like three days. Right. So this is on Friday, starts Friday. And then I felt better by like, came Sunday, Monday ish, but it was just the fact that of three days. I felt like absolute crap. And I was like, I'm scared for my life. Like I never got that sick before, but also it didn't like, like I said, it also felt like allergies and like the pollen up here in Arkansas is like off the charts during mm-hmm. spring break. So I think it was that. And like, I- I'm telling you, AJ, I don't know what I was going on, but I thought I had COVID, but I don't know what if I was COVID. And I was like, just I had a false negative and it was I was dealing with COVID the whole time probably not I don't know it freaked me out like I'm not even joking I was like scared for my life like I said I'd never been sick before oh that reminds me of the time I came up to Lubbock during um this past year was when uh what was it Labor Day weekend Mm -hmm. when I left Lubbock I felt sick too and I thought I had COVID but my best friend tested positive for COVID then I tested negative but when I was there the last night, my throat was really dry and like my head was hurting. So it was like the same feeling I was having when I was in Arkansas during spring break. It was the same thing. And I was like, dude, is this like another death experience? Like, what is, is this? What death feels like? Because like, that's what my feel is just, it's
1: just the climate. <laughs> that's, it's super dry that's, here. That's why
0: that's definitely i mean i think that was like my first time really spending time in lubbock so i guess i wasn't like used to it i mean like for yourself you've been there for a while so like you're kind of used to it i Mm -hmm. mean when you first moved there i guess uh were you experienced anything of like dryness or anything like that yeah it was
1: just super it's everything super dry here actually when i went back home i was like man my skin feels so much better like
0: <laughs> less oily less just everything yeah uh, here in arkansas <clears throat> just humidity out of like off the roof man especially when it gets off. to like march april it April especially when that's like towards our end of our track season this one I can't like can't breathe during track practice because I'm just like dying and our coach is like you're out of shape I'm like no it's just humidity I can't breathe like gosh like I don't know it's like the world's like suffocating me like it's horrible Arkansas fix your air I don't know what it is Can we fix, fix your it air fix your air because like I'm dying here So, so I have some great news, everybody, to bring onto this podcast. So this past weekend, I competed in a track meet as of all you guys know that I am a student athlete here at UA Little Rock. And I have been struggling a lot with track lately, like mentally, I wouldn't say much physically. I think people will really underestimate that track is more of a mental sport. I would say, I mean, yes, there's a lot of, obviously there's a lot of physical, you know, aspects in it, but with a lot of sports, it takes a lot of mental capacity to do the sport. It's not, not everyone can do it, especially on a collegiate level. So this past weekend I ran the 60, which the 60 is indoor and that's just a 60 meter dash. You run, you know, 60 meters really, just explanatory for those who don't really, you know, watch track or understand track. And then like AJ, um, then, um, uh Then I did long jump and pretty much long jump, same kind of concept indoor. They have a little runway, you run to the board, you got to hit the board, jump in the pit, jump in the sand. Yeah. So I jumped 5.46 meters, which that translates to 1711, which is my season's best which i'm so happy yeah rounds of applause yes thank goodness and then which another thing was crazy aj i don't know i think i told you but i was a foot behind the board so mm-hmm. being that far i basically jumped 19 feet <clears throat> which is about accumulates to about six meters so i was like Bruh, imagine i was on the board like the school record here is 19 and a half so if i would have jumped on the board I probably would have broke the school record that day so um, that
1: would have been so cool that
0: would have been dope I know so fun story I was at track practice today and I mean my coach was like hyping me my teammates up for you know how well we did this weekend and I told him I said if I break the school record I'm gonna get a charm because I wear a charm bracelet from James Avery which that leads me to my other story that i want to talk about but in a second but i was going to get a charm that says six meters if i can get that customized or something i can figure that out like get a six or something or like maybe just the number six so it can remind me that i jumped six meters because that's been like my dream since like day one to jump 19 feet and i just been like i said i've been struggling the last two years of you know running track really um I started track at a young age. I ran when I was eight years old and I was all fun and games and I loved it, but I don't think I started taking it more seriously until I got to like the age of 13, like middle school times. And when I started like jumping and running good, I was like, yeah, I can, I can do this. Like to a point where I was thinking I could do this professionally. I was like, yeah, I'm going to go to the Olympics. I'm going D one. Like I, when I got to high school, I told my coach and coach Eden can vouch for me. When I came to Centennial High School, my goal was like, I'm going to break any record that I can. I said, if I'm going to long jump, I'm breaking the school record. If I run the hundred, I'm breaking the school record. Like there's no doubt in my mind. And I told her that from the jump, I told her, I was like, I'm doing this race. I'm doing this race. And this is how we're doing it. And I was literally, what was this? like? I was like 14, 15 years old telling a, a middle-aged woman coach who's been coaching for a life. 20 plus years I don't know how long coach he's been coached for a long time I don't know if she's ever had an athlete come to her and be like I'm doing this And remind you I never met coach Eden prior like I I mean I met her at like the meet the teacher night or whatever thing before coming to public school but I grew up in the private school system I only was coached by like my basically my mom and coach Earhart which is a really close family friend that was my coach from elementary up to middle school like that's the only people I knew right so going into a new environment, telling a coach that barely knows me as an athlete and just telling him, Hey, by the way, this is what I'm going to do. And like, you're not changing my mind, you know, don't try to put me in anything else. Like I'm doing this and I'm going to achieve this. So I remember going freshman year, how, how much I wasn't, I wasn't doing well when I first got to public school. Like when I started running, I mean, I was the best. Yes. I don't want to brag, but I was <laughs> one of the faster girls on the team when it came to like the hundred, the four I won, I was the first leg on the 401, I did long jump. Like I was good, but my numbers weren't really showing that. Like I was jumping 16 feet freshman year. And I was like, I can jump better than this. And then same thing. in and the hundred, I wasn't running to my full potential. Right. So it was definitely like, okay, like I need to like get this together. And I think slowly I started showing progress. Like I start showing like I can be good because at first my freshman year, I remember, cause I remember this order. Um, what was it? So freshman year district, I made it to wait. Did I make? Yeah, I made it to day two of district because there's a prelims and there's a finals. I made it to day two of the finals for the hundred and I didn't make it to area because there's four. Ste- there's three steps to get to state. There's district, mm-hmm. area, regionals. And obviously state is like the final stage, like any type of video game, anything you play, anything like that. If you think of stages and level level up on a game. So day two in the finals for the hundred didn't make it. And then long jump, I made it to finals, but I did not make it to area, right? So then we get sophomore year. I'm like, okay, like, I got to get it together. So boom, district comes along. I made it to area in the hundred and in long jump, but then I did not make it to regionals. So I was like, oh my God, like, I'm getting so close each year. We get to junior year and junior year, I think had to be where I started. Like, I think that's when everything changed for me, right? I made it to district. I made the finals and I got top, I think. Hold on. Sorry. I don't want to miss mess this up. I th- Oh, I got first place, I think. I remember? Oh no, I do remember. I got first place in district. I was first place in district and um I broke the school record at, at uh Centennial that year, my junior. Oh, I forgot to mention sophomore year I was district runner up. So, I was like, "Oh my god, I'm so close." So, junior year I win district for the 100. I believe I won long jump but I do not remember sorry I don't remember this verbatim but I remember doing really well long jump to make it to a point where I made it to regionals for the hundred but not long jump unfortunately but I didn't make it the hundred so I won district champion then and we were girls the whole team the whole girls team was district champions so I was like okay like I'm doing good like I broke the school record in the hundred I'm like okay Now we just got to get it in a long jump. I'm like, okay, I achieved one of my goals. Right. And then when I got to my junior year and I made it to regionals and I was really close to making a state, I was like, I have to go to state some way or somehow. Like it didn't matter how I got to state, but I had to get to state. So I think my senior year was like the year that I was like, okay, the college recruits are looking at me. Right. I had good stats. My junior, like I had solid stats jumping 18 feet. I was, you know, low 12s in the 100, like, and that's pretty good in Texas, I would say, you know, on like the borderline. But I was like, okay, this is the year where I need to like go off because it's my last year in high school track. I unfortunately did not win district my senior year, I got second place, but I also broke the record again, and I was literally off the charts. I ran at 11 9 that year, and I was like, Oh my god! Like I, I can do this. Like I broke the school record. I broke the school record in long jump on my third meet, which was at Grand Prairie. Grand Prairie. Grand Prairie. No, not Grand Prairie. Grand Prairie. Oh my god! I couldn't say that. Grand Prairie. I remember that meet because it's always the meet that I usually go from track to like tennis. But this year I didn't do. I didn't do tennis senior year. So, um, but that meet I broke it. It was eighteen nine, and it's currently still the school record at Centennial. I'm crossing my fingers that my little sister breaks it because she's a long jumper. So it would just mean more to me. Yeah, it would mean more to me if I could hand it down to my sibling. I mean, there's another girl that's really good at continuing that jumps and runs. And uh, of course, she's a senior this year. So she rightfully deserves it. If she does break it, that's awesome for her. I would want that for her. But deep down, I'm just like, okay, little sis, I need you to like, you know, I need you to like amp it up this year. I know you're only a sophomore, (laughs) but like you break it because it would just mean more to me. I mean, what do you, how long have we been out of high school? Three years, I guess. So the record's been up there for a good, I guess I broke it in what, 20, what I would, I guess more like 2019. So it's mm-hmm. only been up there for like t- about two years, but I mean, I still think that's an accomplishment. Cause like I said, that was my goal. I, my goal was coming to high school hundred and long jump, And I got it by senior year and I made the state and I got third place in state in the 401. And I was, so all those accolades, I was like, okay, like, I'm set to go to college and to like go out there and kill it. So I signed to, to Euler and I was not doing anything with my potential, nothing It all just was like drained out of me. I don't know what happened, but I came in, I was in the gym almost every day during the summer, leading up to my freshman year. Like I was working my butt off to like be good. I get there. I gained about. I guess I would gain, I gained 15 to 20 pounds. I was like 135 and I'm all, I'm five foot three. So I'm short and I weighed that much and I could feel the heaviness when I ran. And that, if that's not good for you to be that heavy as a sprinter, let alone a jumper. So you want to be more lean, but still be, have some strength. But I felt like I was like just brutal fat and strength only. Like I didn't have no, I had no speed to myself like nothing I mean my first college meet I ran a seven seven in the 60 which was pretty good but after that I declined like I did terrible I went home for Thanksgiving break didn't work out and and then Christmas break I didn't work out so I think mentally I started losing um motivation which was weird for me because like I said I ran trek for so long to for me just to be like oh I'm done like I didn't I didn't know what was going on with me I was like am I, I, one, I was definitely homesick. I was homesick a lot during the time that I was up in Little Rock. I missed my family. I missed my friends. I was just like, I'm not in a good place in my life right now. I've, you know, at the time I was single, but I was doing a lot of dumb stuff, a lot of dumb stuff, which, um, that's why I can't wait till I graduate. Cause I do want to continue this podcast and I want to go into more into depth of my story of being in college, but for right now, it's just like I was making a lot of dumb decisions my freshman year of college, which were very regrettable decisions that I should have not done. And I lost people for it. And I lost myself during that time. Really, I think I went down a downward spiral during the year of 2019, 2020. Like I lost myself. So when the new semester hit, the second semester, so 2020 hit, I was like, okay, I, I got to do something different. But then February rolled around one, Kobe Bryant died in like February. So one, I was like, okay, the world's going to be messed up. Like, eh, I don't know what's going on. Like the world's getting a little jacked up. And then that's when COVID started circulating on social media. And I was like, what is this COVID thing? Like, nah, like forget about like, I got to get right for outdoor. Cause I felt, okay, I had a terrible indoor season. I was like, I'm going to go hard outdoor. And then boom, we we were leading it to spring break. Covid happens, and we get sent home. And those, I guess, from March to August, I was the lowest point of my life, lowest I've ever felt. Like I never felt such deep into a hole before. And at a point where I was like, I felt depressed in a way. I wasn't happy with myself. I didn't want to continue to run track anymore. Uh, I really didn't want to come back to Little Rock. I was like, I don't even want to go to school anymore. Like I just want to crawl up and hole and stay there. Like I was that mentally messed up at the time of 2020 and even leading into the new to 2021, my sophomore year, I was still at my lowest points trying to run and you can see it in my, my body movements and how I was running and everything that I just didn't want to be here. Like I didn't want to run. I just, I couldn't bring it out of me. I don't know what happened. I lost that, fire that i had in high school and that i had coming up to little rock i had so much passion i have so much love for this sport and those two years really my freshman and sophomore years where i was at my lowest point and i was what 18 at the time and 19 so 18 19 years old i was at the lowest year of my life and you know at that age 18 when you're entering in college um I know most people don't feel this way, but for my sake, I feel like you find yourself when you go to college, because for me and AJ, who are from, I guess, a smaller town, you know, you know, where we're from is not relatively big. It's not known, but going from something that's so seclusive to go to somewhere where it was like open and big and, you know, a lot of different personalities. That makes sense. Like in high school. Yeah. Okay. Like, of course there was like, what, 400 kids in our graduating class. It was a thousand kids in the school, but like you didn't interact with so many people that much. And you I was around 1, like 1, the 1, same kids in the school. What, was there not a thousand or was yeah. that more? Just was it just more? I don't know about
1: it. 400 in our class.
0: I don't know how four many other classes. Okay. Well, I couldn't give it the exact amount. So maybe like 15 to 2000. I don't know. I was just yeah, saying. Right that's
1: about. more accurate.
0: Okay. Well, a lot of kids at our school, and especially for me in public school I was more I guess I was more of a not an outcast but I definitely didn't get made fun of a lot in high school just for how my personality was so I felt like I was just trying to discover myself when I got to college and so that led me to a dark path that I was just like where am I going like I'm losing myself so that moment this past weekend me jumping good and me running good like I ran my season's best this whole season And I was consistently running seven nines in the 60 and I finally broke it. And I was like, okay, like she's coming back. Like this fire, she's like slowly burning right now. Like she is trying to come out. And that's why I think people underestimate mental health. And I think people do need to take that serious and understand that not just athletes, but, you know, life like day-to-day students like aj himself like you know aj wakes up from whatever time he wakes up and does his school work and you know and has his life but you know we all are fighting and we're all having these trials that we're going through and it's hard because sometimes we feel like we're going through it alone like i don't know i i'm, I'm not trying to speak for you aj but like for your sense of experience through these last three years of college like what what have you been feeling i guess.
1: What have I been what?
0: Feeling like, you know, especially because now we're coming towards an end. Like we have really one more year of college left if you really think about it. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've talked about this and you've talked about how college was your goal. And just like how for me, track was my goal to me to get the D1 track was my goal. And that's the thing I wanted to achieve. And now I'm at this point. It's like, what now? Like, what do we do with ourselves after this? You know? Like, what do you want to do? What have you been thinking about?
1: Just ride the river, I guess, you know, just go wherever go it to- takes me.
0: Yeah, that is how you are. You know me. I mean, I mean
1: it's, it's a lot more fun that way because then you're like, oh, I accidentally did something great. That feels cool. But then when you do something bad, you're like, eh, won't do that again. Like,
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's I'm just like I said, for my sake, I just been through a lot these last three years. And I actually have been doing this Bible study called, um, overcoming trials and I'm doing it with Sam's mom, which is uh, cute, but it's like a seven day Bible study on the Bible app. And me, I am, uh, you know, I'm Christian and I am a strong believer and I believe in God and me trusting him to understand this process <clears throat> and why I'm going through this have really opened my eyes a lot. You know, at first, I, like I said, I didn't want to come back to Little Rock. I, I, last year was a lot to even come back to my junior year now. Like I even told my coaches this, I said, it took a lot for me to come back. Like a lot. Like I I had a mustard inside of me to be like, okay, like you got to finish these last two years out. Like you can't quit. You already went this far in, like at this point, it's you're all in or you're all out at this point, you know, I mean, at a certain state, I mean, when I'm on a full ride scholarship and you have, I know I have the potential to do well here. It's like, okay, like I got to prove it to myself that I can do it. You know, if I was a regular student, if I was having these type of feelings, then yeah, I probably would transfer if that was like, like your situation. I mean, you going from UT to, to tag, you know?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think if. If I was an athlete, because I was the plan was to be a student athlete, I still would have been the exact same. I would have been like, all right, deuces, I'm going to transfer.
0: Which is I'm I'm glad that you will have that type of uh, confidence in yourself to leave. For me, <laughs> getting on getting on the portal is risky for lots of sports, but it's it's really risky to try to jump on the portal and try to, you know, get picked up especially if you don't have the stats to back it up. You know, I don't mm-hmm. know what it is like in soccer because, I, I, like I said, I don't know really what would be like the pathway of like you being at a school and then transferring, but like you have to have stats to back you up. And knowing myself and knowing the last two years, I had no stats to back me up. Like no school would pick me up. No school would pick me up. They wouldn't probably give me any money. And like, of course, me being a little, rough, I'm not here for the money. Of course not. No, that's not the case. Like I'm not here based off because I have a full ride scholarship. Like money isn't everything, you know? Like, yes, is it helping me get through my schooling? Of course, but it's not my like, you know, what's binding me from Little Rock to, you know, moving back home, right? So to me, like I said, me proving myself that I can do it is what made me come back here and what made me continue in the sport. And who knows what I'm going to do for the sport. I mean, like I said, I have one more year here and I don't really see myself now anymore. Like I used to be like, go professionally. Now I don't see it anymore. It's kind of like a far distance now. It's like, you know what? Like it's time to retire in a weird way. (laughs) I have been running this sport for so long. It's been about 12 going on 13 years of doing the sport. It's a long time coming. Like I said, I've talked about in our past episode about me having scoliosis and that does weigh on me a lot. I do have lots of back pain, a lot of soreness in my lower back and on my upper back sometimes, but more in my lower, but that that weighs on me. And I'm only 20, turning 20, 21, you know, like I shouldn't be having all these issues, you know, being so young, <laughs> yeah. you would think you should be more limber and nah, I'm, I'm old, man. I'm old. I'm 50. <laughs> That's funny. I say I'm old because this boy at my job, he was 16 he I told him that I go to bed or like I like to lay down in bed at 930 and he's like you're old and I was like okay don't do it don't come for me because I like to lay down and like relax like I don't need to be always outside moving like Mm -hmm. like these you know these younger generation or whatever like I said I sound old just talking I swear sometimes I don't think I was meant to be born this generation sometimes just how I talk sometimes but no um you know I think it is I'm gonna when that last meet comes when it's my senior year, and I jump and I run for the final time. I think I am gonna get emotional. Of course, like I'm gonna get emotional because it's like, dang! Like I, I trained my whole life to get to this point, and I did it, and I completed it, and it's like, oh my gosh! Like, wow! Like you did it. So, like I said, this past weekend was such a moment for me, where I was like where have you been Jalen? Like, where has she gone? Like, you're finally returned. Like, I'm so happy that you're here. Like I missed you girl. Like this is what we needed. And it was great to get all the praise from my coach, you know, him saying like, you know, I've came a long way and I have been really working my butt off to this point. And it just felt good to know that all those trials and all those tribulations and everything I was going through the last two years, met something at that moment for one day at attract me. That was one day after two years of bullcrap, two years of bullcrap for two days for me to do well at attract me. I was like, wow. Like, thank goodness. And it was nice to also, you know, get text messages from my friends, you know, AJ texted me and Marina and a best friend, like a lot of people were texting me and you know, they were happy for me because a lot of people know my story and they know that I Do suffer from mental health and i have been struggling mentally and i hope this conversation opens the door for people to come talk to us about it because i am open to talk about it because it's not easy to be i guess an adult in this age now like you know no it is not it's not (laughs) it's not. not and i think I know now, like with this, you know, year, I think we are, people think we're very sensitive to things, but I also think that we have a voice, you know, with our generation, we have a voice and we have a platform. That's what's great about social media. Us having this platform on YouTube is great for us to talk about the things that not everyone wants to talk about. And I don't hear a lot of conversations about mental health. And if it is, it's all, you know, it's negative. You know what I'm saying? Like so much bad things go on in the media. You know what I'm saying? There's never a positive light, but I, I can, I want to be that positive. I want to show people like, Hey, I might suffer this. I might be suffering through this, but Hey, there's a way for me to come back and be stronger. And that, like I said, that moment at that meet was my moment of saying you, you've done it. You know what I'm saying? So, like I said, I really hope that this episode can really, you know, open the door for anybody who wants to talk to us about it. Because me and AJ both, we're both young adults. AJ's 21 and I'm 20. And we haven't even got to the bigger points in our life. We haven't got to the whole <laughs> marriages and the children or even, I don't um, want to bring this on us, but divorces, you know what I'm saying? Like anything can yeah, happen in our lifestyle. Like, uh, you know,
1: actual careers. Or, and
0: Yeah, actual careers, like, you know, big moments jobs. in our lives jobs 50 we haven't got close to 50 yet. you know what i'm saying like actual life life hitting goals we haven't even got to that point yet so just to go through the little things that we've been going through in college it just like oh my gosh like what is the real world going to be like you know because everyone says oh like you leave high school you're entering the real world no college is not even the real world yet like no getting no, a job you trying to build yourself a resume for people to come pick you up from a job like that's when The real life when you start paying bills because I know half these people who listen. Some people that listen to us are not of like age to where you pay your own bills. I mean, you might. I mean, I know people pay their own car notes and stuff, but like, I mean, you pay your own phone bill, you pay your water bill, you pay light bill. Like, you're paying all this stuff. You know what I'm saying? That's gonna all add up to you. So we haven't even got through the the bigger things yet. So to know that we're struggling now, like it's like you guys need to find someone or something to have an outlet for the emotions that you're feeling throughout your life. Don't let it bottle up. Don't let it take take you over, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, for my sake, it did take over me for a while, but when I started finding outlets like coloring, coloring really helped me, you know, just release listening to piano music, like music. Yeah, music really helps people, you know, release emotions to feel just like At ease in a way. So that's what I'm saying. I hope people can find things, even like if you need to talk to a therapist, you need a therapist, or if you just need a friend, you know what I'm saying? That's the kind of things you need to kind of just like help you navigate life. Because without music, without coloring, without my friends, you know what I'm saying? I don't know where I would be today. You know what I'm saying? Those are the kind of things who, and even my family too, like those are the kind of things have built me to who I am today and that are able to let me sit down in this chair right now and talk to our subscribers and be able to have this platform. So, yeah, that's pretty much my snitch, my spiel, you know, my little heart to heart moment, you know? So, yeah. But um, you want to say anything, AJ, anything you want to say? I know. No, nope. pretty much <laughs> summed it up a lot real quick. It was definitely just the Jalen show for a little like snippet but hey you know like I said, this is like I said I love that we have this platform I love doing this podcast every week and filming with AJ it's a blast we've definitely have grown in our friendship you know coming from when high school where we probably barely said two words to each other or I really spoke to him and he probably thought I was annoying. But, you know, I was hey, like,
1: yeah, you were just too loud. I was yeah, like, just too
0: loud for AJ. He was like, OK, back yeah. up.
1: I was like, that's a problem. I don't like that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> to now us having this podcast together and, you know, sharing these type of moments together. So,
1: yeah, I really I do to listen to you talk like once a week. Ugh.
0: Oh, so miserable. So and I have to see AJ's face once a week. So. And then I
1: have to listen to you again talk and, and I edit these. Ugh.
0: Oh, my gosh. And oh, then I have to no. go back and correct you sometimes because we have sometimes you write the wrong episode number down. And I'm like, oh, come on, AJ. Get, get it right. Yeah, I've done that before.
1: But. Oh, that reminds me. I got to put stuff up on the Spotify. I'm like a week behind.
0: Oh, no. Okay, guys, we're going to get that situated. Because what was that? Like every Thursday, I guess, we post on the Spotify. Yeah,
1: you know what? Yeah. It's a special week. There's going to be a new Spotify episode every day.
0: <laughs> Let's get a crack Every day, new Spotify episode for everybody. Yes, we're Spotify listeners. But um, I want to thank all our listeners all over, you know, Spotify and YouTube for always supporting us and, you know, hopping on our um, show and listening every week to us. Because I know listening to us every week is probably not the highlight of your day probably not it's probably you're at your lowest point and you're like i gotta listen to two bozos on a mic talking for 35 minutes and why would i do that but hey you know we have some good um active listeners who love us and who crack me up in the comments aka your mother your mom I was about to say, shout
1: out to my mom
0: <laughs> shout out to my mom because our, moms mom. Are...
1: our shout out to our mothers and all mothers in the comment section Because they're the moms in the comments.
0: (laughs) They're the ones that are really pushing our episodes and really out here sharing. So I just appreciate those type of people that are uh, helping us grow. So
1: yeah. yeah. Oh wait, hold up. I got. I want to address a comment on one of our videos. All right. Because I know who you are, by the way, that commented this about making my bed.
0: Oh, was that your cousin or something? The comment. Yeah, I saw the comment.
1: Yeah, they were like, yeah, don't make your bed. And it's the same as like, when you go poop, you don't have to wipe, right?
0: Oh, that's not
1: the same. Because making your bed has nothing to do with cleanliness. It's like saying I don't wash my sheets. I do wash them. All right. But I don't make it because it has nothing to do with making it more or less clean. So you're wrong.
0: Was that I saw that comment? Was that uh, a family friend or cousin? or something? Yeah. Okay, I thought it was funny because I read it. I was like, How hilarious for them to say not making your bed is like not wiping. I was like, oh, my God, that's dead. I saw
1: that and I was like, nope, that is a wrong metaphor. And I'm he was outraged.
0: So we're calling you out. AJ's never making his bed. So I hope everyone knows even when we get to 100 episode 100, AJ's bed will never be made and it will stay like that.
1: Never be made that
0: exact way. My bed's not made either. But guess what? I always angle my camera to where you can't even see it. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah alrighty guys aj still doesn't have his mug unfortunately bye. i have no
1: idea where it is i'm gonna be honest
0: i do though so i don't want to show my nails because my nails are really bad right now guys but um this has been tea time oh wait oh wait you got it yep clink, clink. <laughs> bye you guys